Mm. You are now listening to We Control the Vibes. Our podcast was inspired by our late night conversations. We call those Pillow Talks. I'm Mark and I'm Carrie Marie. So uh, this particular podcast topic is going to be a little bit subtle, but not too subtle because it's definitely going to segue into our big debate that we had. Yeah. So this is going to be a start of our parental guidance episode. Oh, segment. Okay. So this, we're going to start off with how we were raised because I feel like that affects how we, we parent. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. And you're going to get started, right? You gonna start it off? Yeah, I might as well start it off. I mean, I had the worst upbringing out of the out of the both of us. So, I just um, feel like we was raised like polar opposites, mm, like yeah. like polar opposites. Super opposite. I mean, yeah. I grew up with all of my siblings. I basically was by myself until thirteen years into my life. How? Then a sibling came along. What you mean a sibling came along? My brother. He so, came along. So like your mom just said, hey. She just she got pregnant. Over. She just started over. I was going to I was going to high school. How you felt? How you felt about that though? Uh, she played herself. She played herself. Yeah, like we almost done this. Me and we got four more years here, and then college. You basically putting me out. Y'all had thought like you probably thought like yo mom it was me and you, and then we you bring rocking him. Then we rocking and rolling, but we ain't gonna talk about me. We gonna talk about you now. All right. So, like I said, I grew up with all four of my siblings. Um, I I had to share like almost everything because I had three brothers and then I had a sister. Mm-hmm. Um, I only lived with two of my brothers and my sister. My other brother, he was on uh my dad's side. We didn't spend that much time, but uh, I grew up with very little structure in my house, mm-hmm. and that was um, that was mainly because uh my mom was usually like not in the house. Right. Right. So um, I was allowed as long as it was with my siblings. I had free roam. Yeah, I was I was free roam. Um, I had two older siblings, and a younger sibling that uh that I lived with. And we grew up in a very defenseful, hostile household. Right. But it was like kind of sneaky happy. Yeah. If that make any type of sense, like it was like it. I feel like you don't know that you're struggling when you're younger. Until you get older, and be like, dang, that was fucked up. Yeah. Or that was messed up. Or I, I believe it was it was beauty in our destruction, like 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 in our dystopia. Mm-hmm. We made it work. Right. Like uh, we knew that we didn't have a lot. I mean, of course, we we wanted to have like a uh, nicer things or the latest video games or the latest clothes. But my mom had four kids. Right. And my mom was a single parent. Yeah. And she also was a teenage mother. Mm-hmm. So she had my brother when she was 16. Now... I didn't know she was that young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she had... And then she had my sister when she was 17. And then okay. she had me at 20. And then so Rich, she was a kid raising kids. Right. So I don't think we as... Now mainly uh, people in uh, the black community don't realize how detrimental it is for a child to be raising a child. Yeah. Right? Now... The reason why I say it's detrimental, like now, because like back when I grew up, there was still a subtle semblance of uh, it takes a village. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? Whereas though, like when I was uh, back into my neighborhood where I grew up at and where my family grew up at, the people in that neighborhood knew me and right. my siblings. 
So True. we couldn't just do whatever we wanted in that community and not be, you know, chastised for it by people that weren't our parents. True. So what type of kid was you, though? Like, this would be, like, explaining more how you were parent because of how you had to get handled. All right. So I was a defiant kid. I was hard-headed. Um, I was in need of attention. Mm-hmm. Like, um, my father was uh, incarcerated at an early age of my life, and I missed out on having a dad. Right. And I believe that deeply affects my parenting style because I have a son. We have a son. And um, I do not ever want to feel like I let him down. It's um, it's a touching topic because all of my siblings are great parents, right. and I think that stems from us having a broken childhood. Mm-hmm. Now, are our parenting styles perfect because of our childhood? No, I believe they're flawed. And before I get into why our parenting styles may be flawed. Based upon our upbringing. You got to tell them some details. Because. I don't think you painting the picture. Uh, Alright. Like. Because. You're not telling us. You're not telling us. You're, you're not telling us Marco. Alright. Alright. I'm like. Jesus. No you were like. Hey. Tell them like it. Tell them like it is. Alright. I'm going to tell like it is. Example. Right. So. Um. The fact that me and my siblings, we lacked, right? Well, we didn't always eat every night, right? Um, we didn't always have the, the latest clothes or the latest gadgets or whatever. And now that we're adults, me and my siblings, we try to compensate in our parenting style by giving our child what we wanted when we were young. Right. And not necessarily giving them what they need to become, you know, productive Contributors to society. Right. Alright, so... Mark was raised... I feel like he's still not telling y'all, like, everything. Like, he can... When I'm with me... Yeah, distractions, right? Yeah. We... Yeah, a lot of people trying to talk to us. Uh, but... I feel like you ain't explained. Like, you can really... You was our son age. Our son is eight. And you can roam Philadelphia... By yourself, like what? What with your siblings? Oh, she want me to tell y'all exactly I yeah, how I was we a delinquent. Was right. No, we listen. We was that's how you okay. explain how we really was different. You, how you talking? It don't seem like we was that much like really different. All right, all right. Like I couldn't do none of that. All I right. couldn't even leave my block. <laughs> so when I was young, I didn't have any restrictions on where I could go. Yeah. Right? Like, I was an adventurous child because inside of my house was not the best. Yeah. It was, it, it really was like, it was usually like chaotic. Mm-hmm. And for me to escape and, and, to, and to free myself from those those uh, situations, I roamed my neighborhood. And then outside of my neighborhood, um, I didn't have money. I didn't come from a family that came from money. Mm-hmm. So all of the things that I had gotten for myself I they were stolen or given to me right so 
I didn't have any sense of religious background mm-hmm. early on. So um, I wasn't aware of um, the Bible and the contents of the Bible. I didn't even know that like it was like considered a sin to steal and you would be, you know, like yeah. you go to jail for, I mean, you go to hell for stuff like that. Yeah. So I was oblivious, but I was knowledgeable about a lot of other things that were out of my age range. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, like, at eight, I was already aware of, like, intercourse. Yeah. Which is frightening. Right. Like, for me to be eight and have knowledge of that particular aspect of adulthood is just, like, it's wild. Like, where where was my mom? Where was the people that were supposed to be watching over me and, and um, controlling my environment? They, they they wasn't around. Right. You see what I'm saying? There were no... Like, the only discipline that exists was... Um, as an effect, right? So the cause, I would get suspended because I needed attention in, uh, at home. And then I showed out in school because I was funny and a class clown. I loved the attention. Yeah. And my mom, it's not like she was sweet. My mom wasn't sweet. It's not like I just did whatever I wanted. No, I mean, I did do whatever I wanted, but it came with a consequence. Right. But the consequence was physical chastisement. Right. You see? And um, that in itself can be mentally uh, discombobulating for a child. True. Um, to want something or to need something. To need something and not know how to ask for or to express it. Like I needed my father to help me become a man, to just play catch with me or to talk to me about girls or to teach me about cars or just to do things with my hands or to come teach me sports. None of these things were available to me right. when I was young. However, I've, I saw other kids have these relationships with their fathers, and it infuriated me. Right. But like I said, I was young. I didn't know how to articulate myself or to express myself in a way where I could be, uh, someone listen to me. Right. Um, to vocalize it to my mom would be like, it would fall on moot ears. My mom is, she was... She was egregiously ignorant to what, like how her kids were different. We all needed different things. She Mm -hmm. had four different personalities that she had to cater to that she had no time to do. Right, 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 right. So with with me experiencing that, right, and like um, going through ridicule or feeling shame that I didn't have certain things and then having that manifest into like a violent type of energy. Yeah. Right. So like uh, I would get frustrated, angry, and then I would lash out. Yeah. And when I was young, that made me feel better. Yeah. Like to express myself. It was, for, it was a way of coping. Right. It was, it was the venting like a, like just like fighting was like a, was like a therapeutic exercise for me this is why when I did it I didn't necessarily like um it became like a sport yeah and it also became a way that I made friends yeah it also became a way that I created this um this hard exterior because people think since I fought so much or because I use uh, sarcasm or I may be blunt or I come off rude that I'm a mean person. Yeah. Innately. And I don't believe 
I'm a mean person. I don't even I don't think, think you're a mean person. I was a mean kid. It's just hurt people hurt people. And that's basically yeah. what was happening. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that statement. Like, um the fact that my father was abruptly taken away from me. Mm-hmm. And I can remember him being there, and then how life just changed yeah. when when he was like taken away. We lost our house, uh, we lost our our structure. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, um, it's not that he was always there, but he was around. Right. Like my dad was like, uh, even when he was, you know, like a uh, home, he was busy. True. So like he moved us away while he did what he did I'm pretty sure it wasn't you know anything legal that he was involved with because nothing really like legal make you as much money as he was making that fast right so yeah so that's a that's a that's a glimpse into I feel like there was a better glimpse it was better because you know that you gotta you gotta push me to get it out yeah I always gotta push to get him to talk about stuff like that the past, cause the past, yeah. it's it, it's, I mean, it's a painful. The, it's painful. Sometimes. It's painful, but you had to heal from it too, and I hope you do that. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You did. If you ain't talking to me about it, I wouldn't know. I'd be like, okay, you just a frustrated person. Like, yeah. I just feel like he'd be frustrated, and he'd be then he lash out. But he's better now. He's a little better now. He's getting better. Yeah. He understands what uh himself himself yeah i'm a lot more self-aware and what yeah and and i don't like um have a pity party for myself because at the end of the day i can vividly look look back at my past and see all of the places i grew from whereas though well if you didn't experience that then you wouldn't be able to handle this right now so everything that i went through prepared me for a life of you know Adversary mm-hmm. and perseverance. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to face. I'm going to face adversity because I, I did it. So young. When I was so young. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm older, adversity doesn't really affect me as much as it would someone like Camry. <laughs> and that's a good segue. You see into how you try to come at me? Camry, let like, let you. Uh, I'm, I'm let you. I'm y'all seen up. him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all heard him trying to. All right, so, so we. Definitely grew up differently. So I was in a a house, a big religious home, church every Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever day it was church, we there. And then we was super, I was super strict, super sheltered. So like, you know how he said he can roam around, he can go over basically where he wanted. Nope, me. My cousins lived on the block. I actually couldn't go on the whole block. Once their house was, like, done, I couldn't go past that. <laughs> so, that was, like, halfway of the block. So. She had boundaries. Yes. If my mom couldn't see me, I couldn't go there. She had to be in the house when the streetlights was on. No, we was in the house before that. Oh. She didn't play that. We live in the, tr- we live in the trenches. What did you talk about? Yeah. I feel like people let their kids out too much now because... Back then, it wasn't as bad as it is now. Yeah. And people, kids still be outside. Like, my mom wasn't even playing that. It wasn't even that, that bad, but it was bad. You feel me? Yeah, no, I feel that. So, that's type mom. We super lovey, dovey, kissing, hugging. 
my mom actually worked a lot, so I always was with my grandma and my auntie. See, the reason why I'm so spoiled yeah. is because I'm I'm the first grand and the first like grandchild ever. So mm-hmm. then my mom is her oldest. So I came out and I was a girl. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, what what, what they, they gonna expect? do with girls? They gonna spoil you the girl, buy her all this stuff. Like my grandma loved dressing me up. She used to buy me these big puffy dresses. Like when I mean I was their baby. And then my cousin came like four years later. Still, I'm a girl, so it's like we can dress you up. <laughs> so like, it's it's safe to say that you grew up in a loving household. Yes, I feel like yeah, definitely. Now I'm not saying that I grew up in an unloving. Household. Yeah, an unloving household. It's just that we express love differently in my house. Yeah, it was different. Yeah. Don't mean we didn't struggle because we did. We lost our house, which was on like this nice block. I feel like it's nice enough. We lost that. We had to move into like a like a smaller apartment with like my grandma, my mom, my aunt, her kids. By now, my mom had a baby. My mom had my brother in um, two thousand and something. Two. Two. Yeah, and I was about to go to high school, so I wasn't too happy about that. We going. That's I'm be honest. I wasn't happy about her about to have a baby. Like you don't understand ma'am, the decision. You I don't... am the. I've been your only child. You don't need another child. <laughs> I thought we was doing this thing right. I thought it was me and you to the end. Yeah, so... I guess he was a good addition <laughs> to the family. <laughs> my aunt already had her second child. I was already used to her. My little cousin, she was a girl. Yeah. And I liked Danisha when she was little. Now, nah, I like her. I like her like that. She, she okay now. Alright, so now since we got a little bit of our backgrounds like out there, I want to display, or I, I want to um, sh- uh, talk about the parental like uh, like styles or like uh, just just a little guide. We're not experts in yeah. any stretch of the imagination. However, we do believe that every child is different. Um, every child deserves to be respected. Definitely respected. And we're going to like circle back to that whole respect portion of uh what what children what children need we think that um they need to have everything that we didn't yeah that's a mistake um i forgot what um i just wasn't chastised i ain't told them that like that oh see that's like a big thing you got to make sure yeah. make sure you tell so, them so I wasn't really chastised. My mom uh did uh try to punish me with a butt spanking. My grandma did not have that. Do not touch her child. Do not touch her baby. Do not do that to her. I had punishments, but I feel like punishments is normal. But I wasn't a bad child either. So it was just like I was calm. So it wasn't my grandma feel like it's no need for you to ever put your hands on my child. Right. Like, basically, a I'm good hers. talking to would be good for Carrie Marie. Yeah, like a good talker to. She don't want you to be hitting on the kids and nothing like that. That's so, because she's so sweet. And my mom and them wasn't big on like us doing like chores. Like, no, like we didn't do none of that. So I feel like that's a part of me that I feel like they did not help me with. I think that's a like the fact that you emphasize the fact that like um you weren't like um forced 
to do yeah, like chores. Yeah, it wasn't a thing. Like if we basically, I was the all right. So me and my cousin was grown. We grew up together. Me and my cousin. He's a boy and I'm a girl. I was spoiled more. So. My mom had the job, mm-hmm. so I got more expensive things. He might got the same thing I got, like a guitar, but I got the electric guitar. He got the regular little string guitar. Right. So, it was like that. Like, I was already spoiled, but my mom didn't force me to do anything because my mom felt guilty that she always had to work all the time. Mm. And she wasn't there to be, like, under me. But I know my mom loved me because every time we get together, we doing something. Right. It just was that she worked all the time. She was the breadwinner for our family. So she worked, and she felt like she had to supply me with the stuff I uh you wanted. Like, yeah, that I wanted, so that I could feel like, oh, she do love me and she care about me and she got me all this stuff. Yeah. But like, I could see now why that's probably like a detriment because as an adult, I don't want to do none of that stuff. Like it's not natural. I was like, I never did that. Yeah. And not saying I never did the dishes, but that's probably about it. And I don't mind doing those now. Yeah. But like cleaning the whole house and stuff, no, that was I didn't do that. Now to flip fly back to how I was raised in in comparison to how Camry was raised, I always had to clean up. That was punishment. That was therapeutic. It was religion. Like cleaning up in my household was whatever you heard Mary J. Blige on ninety nine volume, and you smelled pine saw. Yeah, it was time for you to wake up and figure out what you what, what 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 you was supposed to be doing. I hear a lot of people talk about this vibe of cleaning up with the the music and stuff. Really? Yeah, that ain't happening in my house. It was a real thing. Like like even though like like um we cleaned up often, my house was usually always junky. I mean, you you don't you don't have to clean up something that's clean. Yeah, <laughs> you understand? So like my house was always it was always junky because uh. We, whenever we was on punishment or we couldn't actually go outside, we would really play in the house. We'll play tag, we'll make up games, and we'll just play them in the house. Like, we yeah. always entertained ourselves. We always had a good time. This is why I love my siblings. They made my childhood better than what it was. Yeah. And what, what it, like, what it was supposed to be. What, single parent, uh, multiple children, uh, only one income coming in and then that's that's sparse so yeah. it was like my mom was a hustler though my mom did hair she cut hair she babysitted she sold drugs all at the same house <laughs> <laughs> so she she did her she did her very best from her limited understanding of being a parent right so Definitely. i mean even though i can i can say a whole lot of uh, things that was wrong about how we grew up there are but I feel like uh y'all was equipped for adulthood already as children. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like actually I feel like that's a a plus because when I met my husband, it's a lot of things I didn't know. Like it's just because first of all I'm born in a Christian home which everything is basically off boundaries to talk about with your kids. You just hide everything. There's no point in telling you it's all just the secret. And then I was spoiled. And I didn't start having to do stuff until, like, I was about to leave out of high school. So, that was just, I feel like, too late. Like, I did not get the discipline of yeah. learning how to do the things. The emphasis on that would be, like, you saying, like, that you didn't have 
you didn't have to uh, do any like 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 cleaning or chores. And you said that for me, it was a plus in my adulthood because these mm-hmm. things weren't strenuous activities. Yeah, like, they were normal everyday activities that I knew need to be done. Yeah. And you also said that certain topics or most topics in your household was off limits. Yeah. So they didn't make you clean. They, they, they express love to you like all the time. Yeah, yeah. However, they kept a lot of adult conversations like just just silent. Yeah. You, you never really spoke. But that's just them. something like. What about the birds uh, and the bees? Know. What about the birds and the bees? Yeah, the birds and the bees talk. Do I remember that? Uh, I think she gave me like a little something. Our <laughs> actually our pastor did a little something. Our pastor actually talked about it and made us be uh, what's that drone called? Uh, Celibate, yeah. abstinent, abstinent, and we had got these abstinent bracelets and mm-hmm. stuff. I feel like right after that. Like everybody saw him. The devil got in there, and mm. everybody was pregnant after that. I feel like that drunk was my stuff or something. First of all, we was in the dark. We ain't even get. I'm not even gonna get into that. But uh, I just feel like my pastor didn't even know how to say condoms, right? I just feel like the whole things was just, <laughs> just messed up. Yeah. <laughs> but my aunt told me more about it than I can remember my mom telling me. I think the secrecy around sex is like. I think cause they, it's they, gone. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's gone. definitely gone. It's going to throw it right out there. My son walking around here just moaning. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they be like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. They be God, like, can I get a who, yeah? <laughs> they be on, yeah. And they go through it. I be like, oh, my God. Then they tell each other that you ain't doing it right. I'm just like, what is going on? Yeah, I don't even know. I don't know. So, <laughs> I feel like the way I parented is like kind of like how my mom did me a little bit. Like, I'm really like. I'm not stirring at all. Yeah. When it comes to me trying to parent him. Well, put your foot down. Put my foot down. There is no foot. There is only one sound. It's a nub. <laughs> and it don't make no sound when she put it down. <laughs> it's like no. Like I try to raise my voice. But yet it annoys both of my husband and my son. He be like if you make your mom do that again. It's over. All your stuff getting taken. Yeah, like if you make her sound like that again. And the reason why I say that is because like um first of all, Kimberly has a, like a nice soft voice. It's always comforting and calming. And when she's um taken out of her vibrational control, it's like not a good thing. I'm a whole time out. I'm trying to say I'm not. I don't know. Yeah. We control the vibes. <laughs> The thing is, those aren't even the vibe that you that you give off. Yeah. So when he is receiving those vibes, they don't even make sense. But the thing is, my frequency is different. Yeah. And when I come on the scene, he know that my vibes. I gotta I gotta use a join. Like I'd be like, I gotta call your dad. You want yeah. me to call your dad? Cause my angry face or anything just don't look angry. It don't look like I'm upset. It don't really look like I'm really anything. So he just be like, What, ma'am? I mean, our child's not bad. So, I mean, like, if he acting up, like, he talk too much a little bit. And he might get out of hand. He might say something he ain't need to say. Yeah. He might point at something he ain't need to point at. He just... He innocent. Just, he, got, he got, like, a little... Like, the thing is, my son isn't, like, like she said, he isn't a bad child at all in any stretch of the imagination. He's actually a pretty good kid. A, uh, he's hardworking. He's sweet. He's helpful he's yeah. considerate but sometimes he can he can be douchey sometimes he yes. can be unappreciative sometimes he can be ungrateful and these are things that make my stomach hurt because yeah. i don't want to 
raise a child. Told me he put me in the home. Yeah, he did so, see that, didn't he? Yeah. And I and I told him, I said, you then got he tried one to job. Clear it up. No, no, no. I told. I said, you got. I, said, I, I when I, when you told me, yeah. he came downstairs and like I told him that, that you informed me that you was gonna, he was gonna put you in the home. I was like, yo, I told you, you had one job, one job. Let's take care of your mother when I'm gone. I heard that when she asked you, was you going to what you going to take care of her? You said, where was daddy going to be at? <laughs> He really asked me where you was gonna be. Old I'm like, he's gonna be old, like me. Like, can you help her? I mean, I'm gonna be able to do my own thing, but can you help your mom, please? Yo, he really told me, but mom, I'm gonna have my wife and my kids. Uh, he was like, all right, you can come to my house, you can take care of the kids. Dang, I can only come if I take care of the kids. Crazy already. So, these are the, the, the sort of things that like uh, a spoiled child says to his parents, not knowing that. These things hurt our feelings. Right. I'm like all sad. Like, oh my God. We want Even though I don't care, I'd probably be somewhere with you anyway. So Yeah. On some island or something. That but I'm just wanted to see what his uh his response was yeah, gonna be. Just check Yeah, his that drawing was just like, yeah. It was cold. Temperature was cold. This, uh, I'm gonna put you first of all, he said he was gonna put me in an apartment with my mom so I guess so we could take care of each other. Yeah. 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 And that's what he said. Now, with my particular parenting style, I'm actually um, the stern one, like she said. Mm-hmm. And it it isn't by design. It's just how it is. Yeah. Like, uh, we, the fact that my son is getting raised in a two-parent household, I believe, is ideal. Because the energy can be evenly disseminated into the child. Mm-hmm. Movie recording stopped. All right, so that's it for the video. Anywho. Mm, I wonder why. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's fine. I mean, we don't really, yeah. we don't really need it. Um, but yeah, no, like, the discipline. I feel like you need the balance. Yeah, no, no, the, 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 the balance is vital. Yeah. It's vital because it allows... The masculine energy to be the masculine energy and allows for the feminine energy to be the feminine energy. Yeah. Whereas and though in my household, when I was raised, my mom, she had to play masculine and feminine. And then because she didn't know how to play with that type of energy, she became imbalanced. Yeah. And she started to display more masculine energy over the course of her development and she became more manly. And yeah. she was susceptible to that, uh, they call it the uh, strong black woman syndrome. Yeah. Where no man wants to really be around this particular woman because she has strong views and she's independent and, you know. Yeah. So that energy was just was just off. Mm-hmm. In our household, your feminine energy is the nurturing energy that he needs to, yeah. to be able to be emotionally vulnerable. Yeah. And then my masculine energy is for me to... Let him know that at the at the very end of the day, we need to have discipline. Yeah. We need to have structure because this is how we get things done as men. Yeah. Discipline, structure, and we try to be as logical as possible. So. I feel like uh, we do a good job with uh, raising our seer. Mm-hmm. Because... Now I feel like he's more comfortable with both of us. Mm-hmm. 
he's not afraid to really tell us too much anymore. Like, he, like, he opened up more to us. It might be, like, not when it comes to, like, education. Because if it comes to reading, he ain't trying to read to his dad. But he's more open because we're more kind with him now. But he know. If he get out of line just a little bit, you get something took in your phone, your game, your tablet. Something's getting took it. Yeah. First it wasn't, of all, he got too much stuff to be taken. It wasn't always like that, though. It wasn't. So. What we started out with, timeouts. Uh, timeouts. That didn't work. Mm-mm. Um, just standing in the corner. Standing. He just cried. Just cried loud. First of all, he cried baby. So, yeah. it just was like, he just cried. He cried all the time, though. So, we just won't say he, he cried. I don't really think um I chastised him as uh that much when he was like younger. I think um I think around like four or five, that's when like I probably started like plucking and tapping him. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? And then like um as he got older, like five, six, like uh the chastisement to me mm-hmm. it, it started to get uh, it started to go too far. Yeah. And um I started to like uh t- I had to take a look at myself where it's still like my child is not like I was growing up. Right. And there should be no reason for me to discipline my child how I was disciplined. Yeah. Whereas though I didn't like how that felt. Yeah. I didn't like to be, uh, it felt like I was being bullied into submission or to do things that I didn't want to do or to be forced to eat things that I necessarily like. Right. My, my, my child is not, is not like me. Yeah. I feel like our son is like, He's good at what he wanted to say, but he can't say it well enough, you mm-hmm. feel me? So, he actually have a conversation with you, like, I'm not you, Dad. I'm not. Like, my son really came to my husband and was like, Dad, I know what your mom did was messed up to you, but I'm not your, I'm not you, right? Or something like that. No, no. He has said, Dad, I know that your mom had had beat you, but... I'm not you, and you can't do the same things that your mom did to you, to me, because that'd be wrong, because you didn't like how it felt, and you have to be your own person. You got to do your own thing. And this was my, I think he was six at this time. This is my six-year-old talking to his dad, who I thought he was intimidated by, who would not say anything like this to me because of his, you know, his timid personality, and he did that. And when he spoke up and he stood up to me about how I was parenting him, it made me think like, okay, he had more heart to do that to me than I did to my mom. Right. And I don't want him to think that when he speaks up, nothing will change. Right. So I took what he said into consideration. And from that moment forward, I became more uh, creative with my uh, discipline. discipline styles whereas though now instead of me you know like chastising them with like like a belt or some type of stitching cord or switch that I was beat with which thinking about it now it's like that was just it was just it was just it was heinous yeah. my son oh just for y'all to know he never did that to my kids oh yeah no no it was just because like, first of all it bothers me also <laughs> that's true that's true this is why like she would be reluctant to tell me that he he, he did something no matter how minute it was, she she didn't like him to be to be disciplined. I know that discipline is a must. Yeah. It's just about being creative with the 
type of discipline. I like our new discipline. Taking his stuff is definitely a good... He gonna cry for a little bit. He gonna cry. But then he gonna go and start doing like his little arts and crafts. I like him to use his imagination and do mm-hmm. other things. When we take stuff away, he actually get the chance to do that. Because I feel like nowadays, like the TV, the the... The technology controls our kids. Yeah. And they love it. He talks to his cousins like every day. I love the relationships he's building, but it's just at the end of the day, he need like a time out from it. I feel like with the discipline part of taking that stuff away helps him just break away detox. from it. Yeah. Yeah. We even take it away sometimes just to take it away for him to have a detox from it. Because for real, for real, if he don't got his phone, he going to act up. Yeah. And what I mean by act up, he's going to keep talking. He's going to get annoying. And when I mean he's going to keep talking, he was going to be annoying. Another <laughs> form of discipline that I utilize is oh, yeah. exercise. Five. Yeah, he don't now, like that. Now, um, kids today, they are very lazy. They don't really get enough physical activity. And that may be on the parents' fault because we don't give enough time to our children when it comes to physical activities or just, you know, taking them out somewhere to get a different scenery. A lot of kids just stay cooped up in the house. So, um, discipline that, that I utilize the most is push-ups. You see what I'm saying? Because, um, it's twofold. You're, you don't like these push-ups, but I know that they're good for your physical and overall health. Mm -hmm. So it's just two birds, one stone. You don't like them, but they're good for you. Yeah. So it it serves multiple purposes. Day wasn't he happy that he that you had him doing push ups though? Mm-hmm. When he went to karate. When he went to karate they had to do push ups and he was the only one who how to do them correctly, could do them. He would stay in the plank position. Mm-hmm. He was killing it. He was hyped that he already knew how to do it and everybody else was struggling, but basically he wasn't happy because they were struggling. But he was happy like he the wasn't was struggling. Like, yeah, that he wasn't struggling. He was happy the teacher was like you Praising doing a good him. job. He uh award you got to reward my son yeah. for him to be like, okay, well, that he did it correctly. Right. So, I feel like that kind of worked in his, in his, in his favor. And, mm-hmm. and I think um, that was his first dose of like, uh, uh, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Like, even though at the time he was doing his push-ups. He was upset. He was upset. Very I mean, sometimes he, he'd do so many that he would, he would cry. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I, I look at it like... I don't know if he'd be crying because they hurt because he already cried before he start. So <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What, I mean, he cried through the whole thing, so I'm just like he cried of the thought that he have to do physical. He has to do physical activity. Yeah, he don't like that, and he don't like that. It's just, it's just as simple as that. I cry sometimes too. Right now, I mean, I don't, I don't really care if if he cry. I let him know. Like, listen, I'm not gonna uh, minimize your feelings. Right. And like, like, I don't care that you're crying. But at the end of the day, um, you're not in danger. Yeah. Um, you're not hurt. Right. <laughs> and, um. For real, for you really hurt because you can't do what you want to do yeah. right now. The only thing is, I tell them, like, uh, I know that your feelings are hurt. Yeah. So I'm going to let you get that out. Now, I don't necessarily let him cry longer than, like, a minute or two. Because at that point, it's evident that, like, your feelings is just hurt. But that's not going to change anything. Right. So. You're still going to do these push-ups. Right. You're still, still going to get your phone took in. You're still going to get your game took in. And you will understand when you get older. Because right now, I understand 
almost everything that my mom did in in order to you know make it work for me and my siblings. Right. Do I agree with it? No. Nah. I but feel like it was a plus. Do I understand? And then yeah. I feel like it probably was a negative as a child, and they coming out with more parenting skills to help people not do these things to their children. Yeah. Because forever, I do believe that you're supposed to respect your child. Because, like, how my son was able to communicate how he felt about something and not shutting it down. Like, oh, shut up. You're just a kid. Get away from me. Like, you let him express himself. I feel like a lot of people don't let their kids express themselves or even talk to them. Yeah. So, or, yeah, they just think they're kids. Like, oh, you don't have nothing to say that I don't know. But these kids is very smart. They are. Like, very smart. And They're very different. Like, to add on, add on to that, when they say, um, oh, be quiet, or like they shut us down when we were kids and how that'd make us feel. And like, mm-hmm. we didn't, we didn't like not, like, seeming like we didn't have a voice in, in, in the household. I, initially, like, I, I was in agreement with like how people, like, the, the, yeah, yeah, the people that that said like stuff like that. Yeah, I was in agreement for, for the most part. I looked at it like in my house, like we pay the bills. Right. The child doesn't doesn't pay the bills. So for you to have any say so in how the house operates, it'd just be ludicrous. You don't yeah. you don't really like you don't contribute to the household. But then, I thought, well, he does. We just have to emphasize what he brings to ours. Household. Yeah, we just had this conversation with him. Yesterday we had this conversation. Downstairs. Yep. Uh, so basically, he, what y'all was talking about actually? I came in into the conversation. Right. I was cleaning upstairs. I, so. I, I was telling him because um, my son, he's he's now at the point where I, I believe he's spoiled. And I'm going to start breaking him out of it gradually, slowly, by making him work for the things that he wants now. Instead of him saying, hey, Dad, I want some V-Bucks, or Dad, can you buy me this new game, or Dad, can I get these new... Now, everything that he wants, he has to work for. Now, the thing is, I mean, child labor laws exist, so we can't necessarily put him to work physically. However, you can wash the dishes, you can clean your room, you can clean your bathroom, you can fold your clothes, you can... Yeah, he so actually does that really well, cleaning yeah. his room and his bathroom. And I just started him on dishes, and he did an excellent job. He got rewarded for it because he didn't ask for a work. So my son got this thing about him. When he do something, he going to ask you before he do it, what I'm going to get for this. Yeah, he's a, uh, a negotiator. What, yeah, he's a what's-in-it-for-me type of guy, which is nothing wrong with that because that's the world that we live in, so I'm happy that he got a head start on that. And he's going to pull you close. Yeah, I don't want him to lead towards that. I don't want him he to... He like, can't like um, I, I want him to also have an idea of service, whereas though yeah. to serve someone without expecting anything in return, just because it's, you know... I feel like when he was younger, he... Cause he's still like a natural helper. Mm-hmm. He will just help you regardless. He, if you look like you're struggling, you want to know help him. what I think it is. Is the robot? No, no, no. I, I was like, like the reason, like, cause you just said he wasn't always like that. Yeah. And he wasn't. Like he would just naturally help. Yeah. I think my son got tired of being <laughs> taken, <laughs> taken, taken advantage, advantage of. <laughs> Whereas though, like, yeah, he would, you know, just want to help. But then, like, it was just too much. Like sometimes he didn't want to help. Yeah. And people thought that he always wanted to help. So he decided, listen, if I'm going to help you, can you help me get something that I want? And it wasn't 
a wrong mentality to have. Yeah. I mean, I just don't want him to leave with that all the time. That's all. Yeah. <clears throat> what she don't, he's starting to learn. Yeah, now. I think he like when he got his own money. Yeah. He can get what he want. Because I'm like, well, if you're going to buy it with your own money, you can get it. Right. So, I think he like that. But even with him having his own money and making purchases, I'm, I still want him to be uh, mindful of uh, his purchases. Remember, we was at Five and Below, and he had too many things. And I was like, well, you, he was like, oh my, he was like, oh my God, I'm going to use all my money. I was like, yeah, so which one are you going to put back? And he made his decision. He was like, I'm going to put this back because I want to have some money left over. And I was like, okay, good job. Yeah. See, that was learning that you can't spend all your money because yeah, you want to or because you got it. You have to be like uh, teaching him uh, money management and financial literacy is, 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 is important. Yeah, definitely important. It's very, very important because a lot of us, even as adults, we lack money management and financial literacy. Yeah. Like, a, a lot of us just, you know, I mean, me and Kimberly talk about this all the time, whereas though, we wish that we would have traveled more when we were, you know, like uh, early on in, in our in our marriage. And we, uh, we see other people, like, taking trips and, you know, like, just gone to these exotic places but we know that these people have children we know that these people have bills we know that these people have this going on and it's like dang like where, where do they get the time the money the money to take these trips and then when you peel back a layer you'll see that these people are just taking these trips and being irresponsible living their life and then handling bills when they get back is that a wrong? Is that the wrong way to live? I say no. I mean, we, I wish we did that a little bit more, though. Instead of being more responsible, without, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, just to take a chance, I feel like we would made it back up because at the end of the day, you want to get one left Our right? job is not to work to death, mm-hmm. pay bills. That's just not our whole thing. Is like, why would God, the universe, whatever you believe in, put you on here to just you just working it. Just, just work and I just think just that's work, not the thing. Pay bills. Pay bills, work, pay bills, basically that. That's it. And then you do that for like, I think, I think until you're 65? Yeah. And then you like, get like. I just believe that's not. And then that's when you go on your trips and stuff. No, yeah. I feel like, I feel like we should have uh, took that chance and just be like, all right, well, our bill's going to be backed up this month. Right. And because I've seen with, millions and, like, I'm not going to say millions. I've seen a lot of people do that. And I don't see them like super messed up. It's just, yeah, it's just like they they realized that like whatever they decided to whatever trip they decided to take, it was good for them. Yeah, like uh, whether you it was be needing that, yeah. you be needing that. Skip. This is why like uh, a lot of uh, jobs always tell you like uh, you have to take that vacation. Yeah, take your vacation days. Like they don't roll over. You you can't you can't hoard them and you need them. Like you need to take your vacations because yeah. you need to unwind. I think uh. Okay, we're 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 heading to the forty five minute mark. This was actually a pretty enlightening podcast. I enjoy like uh, talking about parenting with uh with my wife, and uh, I think we got a good thing going right now. We but, do. Uh, we got a good time, man. Like we can talk forever, y'all. So we might just cut us off. You're like, what y'all talking about that? Yeah, but it was getting a little bit too long. I feel like. People might tap, tap, tap out. Yeah, we're going to... But like, I feel like we did a good, a good show today. 
we're going to get better as we go and staying on topic and actually putting in the key factors to keeping on like the track, you feel me? Right. Like, cause like, this, this felt like an acapella freestyle episode for real. Yeah, we, we were just talking. We were just vibing. But well, like, we do this on a regular. Right. Now, the conversations are, are going to definitely get deeper. They're going to get more intense. They're going to get more emotionally heartfelt. They're going to be more enlightening. Yeah. We got a lot of topics ready for you guys. And we ready to just keep going. Like, you yeah. feel me? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely ready. You I'm feeling ready. my vibes, baby. I, I do. Okay. I do feel your vibes. I feel your vibes. Yo, you know what's crazy? It's like having you as a partner... It makes parenting a lot easier because I know where I know what I'm gonna get from you. Yeah. Right. Like I know that like if not if I'm too hard on Nasir, he has that balancing element within you to make sure that I'm not being too hard on him and that like uh he don't feel like he's not loved or he's not understood or he's not respected or he's not heard. Yeah, I don't think my husband understand. Like, he might think he'd be hard on Nasir. But Nasir always be looking for you. Where's daddy? Tell me where daddy's at. I'm like, I don't know. Call him. And she, then he'll call him. Daddy, what you doing? It's just like, it feel like once you discipline your child or do something, they forget yeah. after a while. But I mean, when you get older, you're going to remember. But No, but that's the, hold on. Let me, but that's the thing that I don't think people really appreciate about children. Why they are so special why they are so pure is because that small element right there it was a poem i read and i'm gonna end it with this one too um it was and this this is what helped me become wow <clears throat> this is what helped me become a better parent it was a poem in this book that i read it was a uh, father it, it was called father forgets and the context of the poem was Throughout the course of the day, the father scolded his son for, you know, small things that he did throughout the day, mm-hmm. whether that was spilling his cup of milk at breakfast or playing marbles mm-hmm. in his new stockings and getting holes in them to him uh, uh, eating, the speaking with food in his mouth. Every time the son did something, the father would scold him into correction. Be more careful. Uh, take better care of, of your stuff. Uh, be mindful of your surroundings. Don't speak with your mouth for things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the boy, at the end of the day, after like um, his father scolded him. Throughout the day, whereas though, like when his dad went to work yeah. and he came home and he saw what he was doing and he scolded him at dinner, he scolded him. When it was time for bed, the dad was in his study. He was reading. And the son had said, hey, dad. And the father responded, what do you want? And he said, nothing. I just wanted to give you a hug. And he gave his son a hug. And as his son left his study, he thought about all of the things that he said to him throughout the day and how he was just being a boy. He was being scolded 
and being judged from the measurement of a man. And he was just a boy. Right. When, and then the father realized that when he was a boy, he made those same mistakes. And he grew to understand and know better as an adult. So the father, late at night, after he realized what he had done throughout the whole day, he went to his son's room. And he stood by his bed and he stared at him. And he just started to apologize yeah. for all of the things that he said and ridiculed him and scolded him about. And he told him that he made a promise to him while he slept as he, as he held his hand. And he said, tomorrow it will be better. I will laugh at the mistakes that you make. We will smile more and I will let you make those mistakes and, and be a boy. Because you are not a man. You are still my little boy. And reading that poem just made me understand that my son is going to make mistakes. I made mistakes. And I have to be considerate and also have to be understanding and compassionate with my child. Because <laughs> he going to make mistakes. True. So that poem definitely uh, helped with my parenting style and help me be more self-aware of the fact that we have to enjoy our kids while they're young and yeah. be prevalent in their life because at the end of the day they are going to remember the things that we did and said yeah and, and how we remember they're going to be kids for a little bit right a little time and then they're going to be adults and then they're going to be adults but even with that i wanted to stop the video <laughs> because uh, but even with even with that when they become adults and they recollect and they recollect like uh, their upbringing they'll remember the energy and the vibes that their parents gave mm -hmm. by the conversations that they can recall like well my dad told me to speak my mind my dad told me that regardless of how you get the job done just make sure you get the job done yeah. having discipline and structure and all of those things I, I just know that my parenting style our parenting style isn't perfect yeah. but the fact that it's two of us it gives us more leniency to make mistakes as parents and to grow from those yeah. but thank you guys for listening we'll be back with another episode of we control, control the, the vibes. vibes peace y'all alright peace